episode five of Do You Follow, a podcast starring at Jay Delphine and at Rachel Jo Silver. Rach, can you believe we've been doing this for five whole eps? Our baby's five years old. What do you buy a five-year-old baby? No. Like a, a headband? A truck? <laughs> <laughs> no one in this podcast recording booth has any babies. Nope. Def not. Def not. Um, except our podcast. Except our podcast, which we love. Yes. And Love Stories TV yeah. is also my child that I... It's like my stepchild also. Totally, you're like the cool aunt. Yeah. You're like the drunk aunt. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I like in that a good, title. Like in a good way. I know. I know of course. Of course. Um, five eps old. We have a great lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, some good stuff today. Should we start with some hot gas? Let's start with some hot gas. I think we're like making this a segment. Hot gas, yeah. which I really like. But this is where we talk about what happened this week in social media. And you told me something really interesting today. What happened? Musically got purchased for $800 million. Wow. I was saying that with the Dr. Evil voice. $800 million. $1 million. Um, Wow. Congratulations, Musically. I'm really proud of you. Do you remember when this was like hitting the scene? Yeah. We heard about it from Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk, shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what I think is interesting about this is that I feel like Musically, I think a couple things. One, I think it's really smart of them to sell because I think that yeah. Musically itself, like their core product, is not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. People are going to get over it. Um, good for you for like uh, having an incredible exit and incredibly exactly. successful product in such a short amount of time. But they uh-huh. did launch Lively, the live streaming thing. So it's actually also really smart yeah. for, on the purchaser's part because I think their team is smart. Mm-hmm. Lively, for all we know, could be the the best live streaming exactly. platform. Exactly. It could be so. another player in the game. Yeah. And yeah, I think this was good. They didn't get you know, their egos didn't get too big and they weren't like, oh, we're going to wait until we're valued at like totally. one or zillion dollars. Yeah, a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. And like, I also think that I, full disclosure, haven't played with Lively enough, but like, mm-hmm. I don't like that if I want to go live on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, I have to do it separately. Mm-hmm. I also don't like that I can't go live on Twitter because I will be harassed. Yeah. Have not opened Periscope in... Mm-hmm. So many trolls. So remember when we first tried to use it at Birchbox and people were so mean to yeah. us? Yeah. Um, so it would be ideal if there was a live streaming app that literally could stream to all your channels at one time. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, I like maybe Musical.ly will be that. Yeah. Maybe Lively will be that. Um, pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's the hot gas. The hot gas. The next segment of the show is our um, phone a friend I feel like we need, I want to be, I keep wanting to be like, ding, 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 because like, phone, like, ding, mm-hmm. how does a phone go? Ring, ring, ring. How does the iPhone make, ring go? It's, uh, let's see, I know, I never have my ringtone on. I always do, because I'm old. Um, should I call, call me. Okay, I'll call you. This can be the theme song. So we actually had two phone of friends this week. <laughs> Times two. Times two. Um, two very different questions, yeah. and we wanted to answer both of them. So. Yeah. 
Well, I guess the first question is kind of related mm-hmm. to this. Yeah, to what to we talked about podcast, in hot dogs. Which I didn't even think about. This is an anonymous caller said, what are the best slash most interesting Facebook or Instagram lives you watch? Mm-hmm. And then we answered. And the follow-up question was that this caller was trying to figure out if their company should even be doing live mm-hmm. for the purpose of their campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, my to answer part A of the question, yeah, I said, I ones? don't watch Facebook Live anymore. Yeah. Um, if I am on Facebook and I notice that something is live, I know I can go back and watch it later if mm-hmm. I'm really interested. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty rare that I watch something in real time, like nail art Facebook lives I still love or like Mm -hmm. hair Facebook lives I love, but a lot of times I'll just like save them and go back and watch them later because there's like, yeah, nothing about them that needs to be live and no criticism to the pages that are creating them. Like I did a nail art Facebook live today. It's just like the easiest, most efficient way to create nail art content. Exactly. So you should still do it knowing that people don't have to watch it live, which we knew when we did it. Yep. Um, I found that a lot more people are tuning in after, after. the fact yeah. and commenting. So that's something to like keep in mind too. Totally. Uh, particularly because think about who uses Facebook actively. Mm-hmm. brands mm-hmm. or like your friends and family like yeah. influencers mm-hmm. at least the type you and I follow They're not fashion beauty pop culture mm-hmm. um don't use Facebook they use Instagram yeah so what I said I was like if Eva Chen goes live on Instagram I watch for sure because I'm just like love her and mm-hmm. I just like want to know what she's up to totally or something navy who we all yeah, know I'm like obsessed it's, with it's a lot of influencers and people personalities who are going live on Instagram yeah and the interesting thing right now about Instagram live is you always get a notification yes from someone that you follow when they're going live whether it's a brand a person or whatever so you're more likely to see that and if that brand or person is interesting to you you're going to swipe into it Facebook doesn't do that anymore they don't notify you exactly they don't notify you and I think Mm -hmm. that like I'm sort of like oh if Eva Chen's going live instead Last time Eva Chen went live, she had, like, this sweet phone case that stuck to a mirror. It was amazing. It was totally worth it. Oh, my God, I missed that one. It was amazing. Elisa has one, too. Um, Shout out, Elisa. Um, So, anyway, or, like, Something Navy. I'm like, if Something Navy's going live instead of doing a story, it must be really good. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just, like, my mental thing. So, it's no, like, shade on people for doing them on Facebook, but Mm -hmm. I think... You should only do it if it's just, like, the easiest, most efficient way. Or, of course, if you are announcing something that makes sense to be done in real time. Yeah. An award show. Yeah. Broadcasting a sports game. Mm-hmm. Breaking news. Mm-hmm. Like, the we other... will broadcast the Wedding Film Awards again because, like, people want to know immediately who won. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's a hot ticket item. It sure is. Um, also, with Facebook versus Instagram Live, so you can link in – Facebook Live, obviously. So you right. can really track that. If you're a brand or even a content site and you want to use that as a way to kind of drive people to somewhere, some experience, to get them to buy or to go explore more, you can do that on Facebook but not on Instagram. That said, you still should be – if you're if live is part of your strategy, you should be doing both with yeah, the intention that Facebook is kind of like – 
it's an easy way to do it. Lives forever. You can link out mm-hmm. Instagram for live. It's their newest product, so right. they are notifying people totally, and it's showing up more um, in your feed if you're going live. So it's in your best interest to still do it, even though you can't kind of have that same attribution. You know who else I watch live on Facebook? Who? QVC. You know what? I do too. Because, and I think it's because you're conditioned to watch QVC live. Uh-huh. It's like just you're used to it. Yeah. And they're like plugging in their TV feed. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's just their yeah. TV feed. So it like, you know, it like needs to be yeah. live. So, because it's always been live. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's interesting. Yeah. I love, um, I, I, sent a recent QVC Facebook Live to Justin, and I was like, I need this um, Christmas tree, which comes already strung with these lights that you can choose, like, any color you want. Oh, my God. It was awesome. Um, he didn't respond. I'm surprised I haven't gotten a text from my mom Julia, because mom, my yeah. mom is, like, QVC's number one shopper. I know. Um, at least once a week, I get a text from her. Do you want this, like, vibrating mop? That's on QVC right now. Today's special value. I'm like, thank you so much, mom. But I don't. I do. Tell her I want it. <laughs> okay, I'll like, route her to you. That's I'll route her to you. <laughs> um, so that's our feelings on live. And like, mm-hmm. actually, like to loop back to lively, um, which we need to play with. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure. But like, we are still on the hunt for a. a it's up to the platforms too, because like, even if someone makes a new amazing live streaming app, if I can't like plug it into my Facebook page and my IG stories, mm-hmm. like, immediately, like, you know, that yeah. it's, like, where's the distribution totally. is what matters, but, um... Yeah. So, One more thing yeah. about this. So, uh, as we were kind of alluding to, Facebook, you can use, like, a fancy camera, you can put graphics in via, mm-hmm. like, other mm-hmm. software, mm-hmm. which is great, for many reasons, the production value is a bit higher. Mm-hmm. But when it started, it, you couldn't do that. You could yeah. only use your phone. Yeah. So it was kind of like really raw and real. More and fun. More fun. Yeah. Like when we started using it at Birchbox, that's how yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. And I think people really respond well to I that. I agree. And that's now what Instagram is doing. Yeah. I agree. So I think it's a cool time for Instagram Live because, like, you can only go live from your phone. Like, the most interesting lives are when you're seeing someone like in a cab, like totally putting on their makeup or, you know, it's that sort of real, truly real live content. Um, And with Facebook, you can kind of now hack it, um, which, you know, we've had this conversation. It's why are you even going live on Facebook if it could be a video? Totally. So, yeah, it right. Again, Mm -hmm. if it's breaking news, Mm -hmm. if it's some sort of announcement, yeah, um, if it's broadcasting sports mm-hmm. or if it's just something that, right, like if it's an announcement, I think that's what Facebook is good. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. Live. Let us know what you think of live. Please do. Email us. Do you follow podcast at gmail.com? Uh-huh. Okay. Next quest. <laughs> next quest. Next cue. <laughs> Okay, so the second question that we got this week um, is from somebody who works at a nonprofit. Um, this question was essentially, all nonprofits do end of year giving pushes on social media. Any tips you could offer along those lines, like how to make a compelling campaign to convert followers to donors? Um, there's also a 
a tidbit in here, which I didn't know. Nonprofits receive 70% of their dollars for the year in December alone because people are trying to get it in before the end of the year tax deadline. But you know what this made me think of? And this is sort of me obnoxious advice, but retailers make 70% of their profits in December. So mm-hmm. you're competing against, yeah, like... Amazon for attention in the newsfeed and Birchbox for attention yeah. in the newsfeed. Like mm-hmm. my first piece of advice would be like, if there's any way to try to do it earlier, which is probably obnoxious advice. I don't know mm-hmm. anything about this, but mm-hmm. like, don't forget, you're not just competing against other nonprofits. You're competing. It's the most expensive time to advertise on Facebook is in December. Um, it's the most difficult time as a publisher to like get eyeballs on your content because yeah. like everyone is acting Oingo boingo crazy. <laughs> oingo boingo. My mom says that. Oingo boingo. In December. That's so, like, try not to do things in December unless you have to is, like, annoying advice A. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I feel like it also probably has to do with the fact that it is this, like, period of time when people are buying. And mm-hmm. there's also been sort of a commercialized, yep. like, giving back. Yep. Like, Giving Tuesday yep. is a thing now. Yep. Um, so. I feel like. There's a lot going on around, like, Thanksgiving with giving. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that's... Do you know what I would do if I was doing this? Is I think it's, like... So that's really interesting. So I would publicize that. Like, I think people Mm -hmm. give to causes when they think everyone else is giving to causes. Like, not to bring up the ice bucket challenge, but, like, for the rest of us who don't work in nonprofits, like, that's kind of what we associate. Like, people gave to Puerto Rico. Like, people gave to Texas. Like, because, one, it's, like an upsetting cause but all these causes are upsetting Mm -hmm. it's like when everyone else is talking about and doing it so like the best thing you could do is surface the surface the data and the story so like if people are giving like have some kind of like counter on your site and instagram that shows how many people are giving like every single Mm -hmm. like every person who gives like ask them like do you want to send a video message like telling your story like Mm -hmm. telling why you gave like Mm -hmm. Making it feel like everyone else is doing it, I think, like, yeah. is a thing. Like, and obviously, always, if you could find, like, an influencer to be, like, I am giving, like, uh-huh. giving up my salary mm-hmm. or I'm, like, giving this amount. Yeah, and I feel like, but even before that, you have to sort of, like, create empathy with the person that you're trying to get to donate. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. something that, like... What resonates with your audience when you're not, like, asking them for money mm-hmm. about the cause that you're yep. um, standing for? Yeah. You have to figure out a way that, like, tugs at the heartstrings without, like, exploiting yep. the cause. Yeah. Um, and I think there's definitely a way to do that because, yeah. you know, so I yeah. think you kind of have to go back to, like, what the mission is and what the, like, the core and the soul of the company is and really kind of find that um, piece that resonates with with your followers right so it's like the two things first of all you have to get people's attention and then once you have their attention you have to ask for what you want mm-hmm. um and I think that you can get people's attention in two ways by like shock like mm-hmm. look at these people that don't have water look at these people whose homes were destroyed look at these people who are sick you know or you can get their attention like do you know my favorite television show is Ellen because Ellen, mm-hmm. like, does good and gives back, but she gets people's attention with, like, happy, inspiring yeah. things. There's nothing, like, depressing, right. like, on Ellen. Totally. And so I think it's, like, showing mm-hmm. people who are, like, this family decided to, like, put all of their money to charity instead of having gifts under the tree and, like, show their mm-hmm. story, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, 
like don't just talk about the cause but talk about the people who are giving like yeah. I want to be cool like that person mm-hmm. I want to give like that person like I associate myself I think I have something in common with that person they're giving to this charity so I'm going to too it's mm-hmm. like the exact same psychology as like shopping right for sure yeah Okay, let's go back to live. Instagram right now is sending notifications to all your followers when you go live. Mm-hmm. Go live once a day, every day in December, and give an update on how the campaign is going. Mm-hmm. Every day, have a different donor come in and, like, tell their story on Instagram Live and, like, say why they donated. Like, yeah. that's something you could do every day for 30 days. Mm-hmm. And then put that person's picture on regular Instagram or, like, some cute video of them. You know, yeah. like, just leverage the platforms, like, to your advantage, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, I think also letting people really kind of clearly understand how their dollars are going to be mm-hmm. used, yeah. I think, is helpful. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of just saying, like, donating to the Red Cross. Like, yeah. what does that actually mean? Like, how will your $50, $100, whatever, how will that be used for yeah. the betterment of this cause? Yeah. Um, so I think providing, like, tactical and, you know, visual things that people can understand like if you donate like a hundred dollars we're gonna be able to you know feed four families or whatever that is yeah and social media is perfect for that yep Mm -hmm. yeah totally I think like the key things are like people don't know what you don't tell them Mm -hmm. and they won't do what you don't ask for Mm -hmm. yeah yeah everyone should give back um Juliet what's a charity that people should follow on social Mm -hmm. media and maybe give to this holiday season that's a great question um so one of my friends started a ed tech nonprofit called dream wakers dreamworkers.org is the website so you can learn about it and it essentially harnesses video chat like google hangout to connect classrooms in need all over the country with interesting dynamic speakers like you and i so people who have had Um, who are in their careers, have an interesting story to tell about how they got there, and they can virtually talk to classrooms and have a QA and a with students um, from, you know, grade school to high school. So it's a really uh, amazing organization. I'm actually on the board of directors, and I've seen her kind of grow this from the ground up, Um, and they're doing really great things. They're trying to reach as many classrooms as possible and really kind of inspire the next generation and their whole thing is you know providing that inspiration and um kind of role models for people who might not necessarily have that directly so starting that like inspiration um at a young age so yeah dreamwakers.org mine is um i follow this organization called beyond type one and they're on instagram and on facebook and it's um a type one diabetes um you know, like, resource and, like, education um, mm-hmm. organization. I, like, think Joe Jonas might be, like, one of the – which oh. Jonas is diabetic? Whichever the diabetic Jonas is. Um, and so what I love about them is I think they do kind of what I was saying before, which is, like, if you look at their Instagram, Beyond Type 1, mm-hmm. there's nothing sad on this. It's all of these, like, really – yeah. awesome, inspiring people with type 1 diabetes, and it does this thing where it, like – makes you feel like they're just like you because they are mm-hmm. and so you like feel you said this earlier it's like you don't want to make people have I think empathy is more powerful than sympathy I totally agree. so mm-hmm. you know um and it they do this thing where they're like did you know all these people were type one and they're doing all these amazing things and like mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I just think they do a really good job on social media. I love that. Me too. Okay, so Instagram roulette. Let's play Instagram roulette. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we need some more theme songs. I know. Okay. okay. How many swipes should we do? Uh, six. 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 Ready? Okay. Okay. Go. One, one, two, three, three four, four, five, six. Oh, this is a funny one. Okay. I have a funny one. <laughs> okay, you go first. Okay. You know how there's, like, people you follow on Instagram, and, like, you don't know how you started following them, oh, but totally. the Instagram algorithm, I, okay, this woman, I see her posts first thing in the morning every morning because she's in the UK, so based on the time difference, like, it's there when I wake up, and because it's always there when I wake up, I always like it, and Wait, so now I'm, it? like, her biggest Instagram fan. It's so random. Okay, her Instagram is Michelle underscore editor. Her name's Michelle Royal. I've never met this woman. She is the group editor of Perfect Wedding and You and Your Wedding magazines, which are in the UK. Huh. I started following her, I don't know, because I follow all these wedding people. She has such a cute Instagram account that's all about weddings and also, like, cute mom jokes and just, like, um... Oh, I love it. It's just, like, a great, cute account. She posts beautiful, really inspiring, like... Wedding Ooh, dresses and wedding hair. Babies wearing sushi costumes. Baby in a sushi costume. Um, cakes. Yeah. Someone I in love a snuggie. It. Yeah, just what like a good. She diverse, seems like she'd be our friend. Diversity of content. And she posts about Alias Grace, which everyone's talking about. I think we need to watch it. Um, so, but it's just funny how that happens. Like you like a few things from something, someone. Uh-huh. Instagram thinks you love them. Yep. Then it's the first thing you see in the morning, and now I'm this woman's like super fan. That's really Michelle funny. underscore editor. If the you're out there, the algorithm is working. That's me sometimes. Okay, that's really funny that that's who you landed on mm-hmm. because I also landed on someone from the UK. Weird. <laughs> Hello. Um, and she's oh, an I'm editor British. too. Who? Her name is Alessandra Steiner, and she's the beauty director for Glamour Magazine. Cool. Glamour UK. Glamour UK. Okay. Um, she. I think I started following her. I yes, I started following her. I think on Snapchat actually. I follow this girl too. She did the most amazing Snapchats and now does Instagram stories yes. of her beauty routines, but they're in a smart and thoughtful way because yep. she truly has tried every single product. And she did she does something called Sunday Night Facials, where she goes through like eight products of her skincare routine for the night and really talks about like the ingredients and why she likes them and what they do. Um, and she also just has a very, like, fabulous life, and she's traveling all the time. And really she's, pretty. Yeah, she's beautiful. Um, I think she's, like, Italian and British, but not totally sure. Um, she also has a, I think, a nail polish line that she just came out with, like, a collaboration, and had, like, a MAC palette. Um, yeah. But, yeah, she's really cool, and uh, she's also from the UK. Hello. <laughs> Okay, we didn't even mean to do this. It happened so organically. But our do you follows for the week are going to be these charities that we were talking about. Exactly. So mine was at Beyond Type 1, place for Type 1 Diabetes Warriors to share their living beyond truth every day. I just, like, think their content's great. I love that. It's Me very too. uplifting. It's super and... uplifting, and it's such an important and such a misunderstood. They posted this article the other day, and it was, like, a roundup of all these people including comedians who I really like and respect, who had, like, made really bad diabetes jokes. 
Because I think diabetes is this, like, weird misunderstood disease where, mm-hmm. like, you're like, but they look fine. Yeah. And so people make jokes, like, about, like, donuts and, like, sweets. And it's just, like, such a weird misunderstood thing because, like, type 1 it diabetes totally has, like, is. nothing to do with your behavior. Um, your diet yeah. or your behavior. It's, like, totally genetic. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it is, like, this weird thing that people make jokes about in this way that you wouldn't make jokes about other things. Yeah. And the art, But even the article, it wasn't, like, mean and snarky. It was just, like, bringing attention to this, like, kind of weird yeah. thing. And I just thought it was really well done. I don't know. I'm a fan of theirs. Huh. I love that. Yeah. That's great. And mine was Dreamweakers, which um, I'll read their Instagram bio. Their Instagram is at Dreamweakers underscore. EdTech nonprofit connecting classrooms to career role models via video because kids can't be what they can't see. I love it. Isn't that and great? I know you, I want to, can I do something like yes. that? Yes. Because I know you did. I want to. Oh my gosh. Yes. You would be perfect for it. Vanessa did it too. I know she did. Yeah. Um, and okay, she loved can I it. Sign me up. And if you want to be a speaker too, you can apply on their website at dreamwakers.org. And if you know any fantastic teachers, they're also looking for classrooms all the time. So tell your teacher friends. All right. Cool. Is that um, a wrap on F5? F5. All right. Don't forget, if you have questions and riddles about social media and content marketing, if you're working for a company or a brand, or if you run your own business, if you're just a curious cat, cat we want to hear from you. So don't forget to email us, do you follow podcast at gmail.com. Or you can always slide into our DMs at J Delphine and at Rachel Joe Silver. Have a great rest of your day or night, whenever you're <laughs> I was gonna be like, have a great weekend, but you might not listen to this on a Friday. Yeah. Edit that out. Okay. <laughs> See you next time. Talk to you later. Peace out.